Hey guys, welcome back to the 20-something girl podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Robinson, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome back, you guys. You know what? I'm actually recording this um, in the morning with my morning coffee, and we're just getting right into it. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I am a morning person. I never used to identify as a morning person. I used to be one of those people that give me an hour until you talk to me, and then I might I might be in a good mood, like it was very dicey, and I think people strongly avoided me in the morning, but you know what, when we got a dog, and the dog started waking me up at 7, 7.30 every single day, it was like, okay, I'm either going to wake up really grumpy, or I'm just going to wake up, feed my dog, and get right into it, and that's the path I chose. <laughs> and now I am a I'm a morning person. I wake up and I'm like ready to get after it, ready to go. And it's just funny how life how life evolves. Another reason I strongly believe that I became a morning person is I got an espresso and I woke up in the morning. I had to get up, feed my dog, and it was like a reward when I got to make myself a little coffee and that was something I genuinely started to look forward to when I went to sleep that night and once you kind of get into the routine of okay I'm now getting up and getting after it I think it becomes a little bit more natural at least for some of us it doesn't always happen that way but needless to say I'm a morning person welcome to the podcast I'm happy you're here I will say, speaking of coffee, I have recently been obsessed with flavored coffee. I'm in my flavored coffee era, if you will. And I'm talking about, I found them at the grocery store and they're literally just like flavored coffee pods. One of my favorite is like an Irish cream flavor. They're just black coffee, but it kind of feels like it spices it up a little bit with adding just the flavor already in the black coffee pot. You don't have to add cream or milk or anything like that to kind of alter the taste or get that flavor. And it's been, it's been my morning treat for sure. But I actually got into flavored coffee when once upon a time I did work at Second Cup and they always had flavored coffee there. And it was such a perk to work there because you got so much free coffee and it was so awesome but when I first started working there I didn't know how to make you know any lattes or anything super fancy I also wasn't um drinking like a ton of milk products so I didn't like to drink a bunch of definitely I wasn't drinking dairy but I wasn't doing a ton of almond milk or anything like that so that mixed with not actually knowing how to make anything yet because I was new, I started drinking their flavored black coffee and I just became obsessed because it was like a little bit different without adding any any milk products. And when I found the flavored coffee pods at the grocery store, I think it became like a little bit nostalgic for that time in my life. And I was like, oh, I love flavored coffee and I just got instantly reminded of it and that's been my kick lately, in case anybody was wondering. Going back to my 
coffee shop dates, I did eventually learn how to make all of the drinks and all of the yumminess and it was so much fun, but honestly the amount of free coffee I got was crazy and they encouraged you to just drink coffee all, all the time and it was pretty sweet. It was a very short-lived job, but it was one that I'm very grateful for too, just for the time period in my life, but it was, I really liked working at a coffee shop, honestly. It was, like I said, it was really only a couple months, but it was good, but man, people are particular about their coffees. Like, you know, there are, we had regulars there that just, you know, expected you to know everything, and I was like, hey, this is like my third day. I don't, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't remember your order yet, <laughs> but people are particular about their coffees, as they should be. I mean, everybody has, has their tastes, right? But today's episode is not about coffee and not about previous jobs I've had, um, but it's about what's in my makeup bag or like cosmetic toiletry bag. I thought it would be fun to talk about some of my go-to beauty products I've been using and loving lately. I know personally I'm always looking to try new products based out based on friends' recommendations and what someone else is using and I thought why not share on here and treat it like one of those conversations. I quite honestly do not have an extensive makeup routine. I just in the mornings, I cannot be bothered with a complex makeup routine before every day before work. Like, I just, I've tried, I've tried to be that girl who gets, you know, all glam for work every day and I can't stick with it. It's not me. <laughs> so I tend to keep things pretty simple and on the regular, I usually wear pretty light makeup. You know, I think my makeup takes me about 10 minutes, 10, 15 in the morning. Like it really, you guys, it's very simple, but I still love hearing about different products people are using. I love trying new products myself. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I just like sharing things and especially makeup that I've been loving or trying out. So, so yeah, I thought today that would be a fun little chat on here. I wanted to also include, you know, a couple of skincare favorites as well as hair care because recently I feel like my hair care game has kind of gotten stepped up and I've just been trying to figure out what my hair needs and how to make my hair last, you know, quite a few days in between washes to really preserve it and use it to its full full potential and not always washing it and stripping it all the time. So I feel like I've added a few new products within the, the last couple months here. So I figured I would kind of throw that in here too. But first things first, I kind of wanted to start, yeah, like I said, with a skincare. Now, I 
once again, do not have a very extensive or intense skincare routine. I am a 20-something girl who is trying to remember to take care and invest in my skin and not, you know, treat it as an inconvenience almost, but I'm not perfect and I feel like I've actually talked to a couple of my esthetician friends on here now and I've been very transparent with the fact that I don't have a ton of knowledge on skincare and I don't... I'm not perfect. Okay, you guys, but <laughs> these are the products that I've been liking and have been working for me. Um, don't take my advice. Take my... like, take it with a grain of salt, okay? I'm very transparent and if anybody in the esthetician world is listening and if I make you cringe here for a second, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm just sharing products I like. But on that note, I've always been told to invest in your skin. Now, I know that this looks different for literally everybody and how I choose to, quote, invest in my skin is probably different than how, you know, my esthetician friends <laughs> invest in their skin, but I am trying and I really got reminded of this point actually a couple months ago because my skin, I have typically a very dry skin. I don't struggle with excess oil or luckily I don't have too many, you know, acne problems. You know, the odd breakout here and there, I'm normal, but my biggest struggle is dryness, typically, especially in... The winter season but really it's all year long and it's something I've struggled with for ever like I've just always been more on the drier side and a couple months ago I was using a product that completely dried out and irritated my skin now I'm a silly girl who liked the product and didn't put two and two together that this new product was the culprit of making my skin react and, you know, break out in this way. So I kept using it. I was like, oh, I love how this makes me look. I know I'm getting a few dry patches, but I'll just cover it up and it's all good. And at a certain point, I put two and two together. I had to stop using the product, but I didn't want to go buy the expensive face cream that I knew was going to help me kind of restore my skin, I didn't want to buy it, okay? I just, I thought buying a cheaper alternative was going to be my solution. It was not. It did not help my skin. It did not, it was quite pointless and I don't know why I even went there, but I feel like it happens to all of us where we're just like, oh, I don't want to spend $90 on face cream. I'll spend X amount instead right now and it'll do. It does the same thing, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, if any of my esthetician friends or girlies that are listening to this and just are cringing a little bit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> But I was reminded going through this that, you know what, you have to invest and take care of your skin in a way that works for you. So I had to go out, buy my favorite face cream that I know works and 
you know, complements my skin really well. And I, and I purchased it and kind of got back on my, okay, use a cleanser, use a balm, use all of the products that are going to help your skin rather than just using a makeup wipe at night and putting cheap face cream on because that's not going to help you, especially not future you as they tell me. I don't know. But regardless, long story short, I had the reminder to, you know, if you can invest in your skin best possible or do your research to find an alternative that's going to work for you. You know, investing doesn't mean spending lots and lots of money on it. Investing means taking the time and looking into what's best for your skin is how I interpret it. But with this whole little flare-up I had, I was reminded to, you know, take the time to properly cleanse your skin, remove your makeup, hydrate your skin if that's what it needs, you know, X, Y, and Z. And a couple products that I fell back on that I know work really well with my skin, one being the Youth to the People Green Tea and Kale Cleanser. I love that cleanser. It makes my skin feel so, so fresh and it really just helps, you know, get everything, all that excess off. I've actually worked with Youth to the People before and I just think they're such a wonderful company and I had the opportunity to try out this cleanser and I have been repurchasing it since. Like, it's been one of those staples for me that I really, really like to keep in my, in my cosmetic bag, if you will. But alongside that, I am also a fan of Drunk Elephant products. I know Drunk Elephant, some people have different opinions on it, but I really like their products and that's just coming from a very organic place. I love the Drunk Elephant Polypeptide Moisturizer. I found that that one just really works well with my skin and it has since I tried it a few years ago. And I like a variety of their serums. One I find myself always using is the Hydra Facial Serum, I think it's called. It has the blue, the blue lid and I just like it for that extra little boost of hydration. Like I've said, I find myself, I have very dry skin, so it helps me, especially in those drier seasons, kind of feel really, really moisturized. I really like majority of Drunk Elephant products I've I've tried. Once again, I have actually worked with Drunk Elephant as well and got the opportunity to try a variety of their products and they really, really meshed well with my skin type, honestly, and I've kind of been hooked since. And yeah, but those are a couple of products I keep in my cosmetic bag at all time, always gravitating towards and yeah. A newer product I have been recently trying is the Pharmacy Melting Balm. So it's basically one of those cleansers, it's a balm, and you put it on and it basically like 
quote melts your makeup off and it's really really a seamless way to remove all of that deep layer of gunk you have on your face <laughs> and i've been really liking it as well i am a big fan of like the melting balms because i find that they're really gentle they're a really gentle way of taking off like harsh makeup i've always struggled with the feeling of taking off my mascara and this this method kind of just like i keep saying it melts it off and i really like it i like the pharmacy one it's like i said a newer product i've been trying but so far i've really i've really liked it okay moving on to to makeup favorites lately i don't have a ton like i said i don't have an extensive makeup makeup routine but i just wanted to share a couple a couple products. The first one I want to talk about is the Maybelline 4-in-1 Glow from their Instant Age Rewind collection. I have been obsessed with this product. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I have been recently just like obsessed with it. Um, a couple months ago, I typically was wearing just concealer to work or on my everyday. I didn't have like a base. Like I didn't have, I don't wear a foundation or like, um, a, like a BB cream or anything like that. I was just doing, um, concealer. So by the end of the day, I found not even by the end of the day, but throughout the day, I found that I didn't have much like life. Like I almost needed like a little bit of just a, glow to my face like I didn't feel like I had a ton of of glow so I was looking for just something super light super almost like sheer to just kind of even out my complexion and bring a little bit of glow to the table and I found this but before I found this product I actually used the elf halo glow product before and that was I really liked it. It was just kind of like a, just a sheer layer of glowiness that added the little bit of extra like oomph I needed. I felt like I needed at least. The e.l.f. Halo Glow, I believe it was supposed to be a dupe for the Charlotte Tilbury product, but I was hearing all of the hype around the dupe, so I found it because it was like sold out for however long. I found it when it came back in stock and I just decided to try it and I loved it. I loved the way it brightened my complexion and did all the things, but that was the <laughs> product that sent my skin into a spiral. So I had to stop using it. I, it did not work for my skin. I had to, had to cut her off. So I all of a sudden was looking for a replacement for just that sheer base layer, but nothing super heavy. And that's kind of when I stumbled across the 4-in-1 Glow from Maybelline. And it's just a really nice, gives you a little bit of color, evens things out, but not heavy at all. Like I barely feel like I'm wearing anything. And I almost feel like, is this an illusion? Like, <laughs> I don't know, but it's a really, really good product and it works really well with my skin, so that's always a plus. But, and it's drugstore, so it's not super, super expensive, but it's still, 
I find really good quality and I actually use the concealer from that collection too which is so funny because I've actually never found a like a higher end concealer that I really really liked I always resort back to drugstore and specifically the Maybelline um concealer in the instant age rewind collection I just I don't know it has it has a grip on me I'm not sure but I yeah I've never found a concealer at Sephora that I've really really liked I found that there's you know maybe not as much product in the in the concealer that so it doesn't last as long yet it's like you know double the price at least I don't know but if anyone has any higher end concealer recommendations I'm super open to it I just haven't found one I was trying to um try out the Kos Kosas concealer because I've been hearing a lot about that one but I don't know about you guys I feel like concealer is one of the most intimidating things to buy because I really don't want to get the wrong shade like I don't it goes hand in hand with like a foundation or a skin base or whatever of like I really don't want to get the shade wrong and fail <laughs> so I kind of just stick to products I know but I think the Kosas was also sold out of like a ton of shades at the Sephora I went to so I didn't I didn't get the opportunity to try it but that is on my on my try list but for now I'm sticking with my tried and true the Maybelline um, instant age rewind concealer and the four-in-one glow great product but for blush I I've been loving the rare beauty liquid blush you know what it comes highly recommended and it's seriously worth all the hype I found or I find it gives the most glowy look especially mixing it with the liquid um, highlighter also from Rare Beauty. I find that it just gives like a super natural glow and it's honestly worth the hype. It's worth all of the conversations you hear about it and yeah so you can't be mad that you keep hearing about it because it's like it's honestly worth it. Going into the summer I really want to try maybe like a little bit brighter shade of it and see see how I like that. I usually gravitate towards like a deeper blush but I'm thinking for the summer I want to switch up my shade in the Rare Beauty beauty blush and see what that does. I also want to try one of their new highlighter products I've been seeing a lot about but once again at the Sephora I went to it was all sold out but it's more of like a balm not a powder but I don't think it's a powder but it's definitely not a liquid but it's almost like balm form and I've seen people use it all over TikTok and it has me intrigued it has it has my attention you guys but yeah rare beauty I just feel like I've been hearing it's definitely having its moment it's having its moment and it's it's worth the hype it's worth all the conversations it checks out for me so I don't know I'm a fan I'm a fan but let's talk about a couple lip products I've been using I feel like 
I've been gravitating and kind of switching it up between a couple products I've just been loving for lip gloss and lip balms and whatnot. Um, first things first, I tried the Patrick Ta Plumping Lip Gloss and it's been the one I've been really gravitating towards when I need um, a lip gloss and I really... I really like it. It's very smooth. It's very, it's not super intense, but I still feel like it does something and I really like it. But the only reason I've actually been trying it is because my mom purchased the product and didn't, didn't love it. So, um, she gave it to me and I really like it. So that just shows there's always different opinions, especially when it comes to makeup, but I really want to try a little bit more of Patrick Ta's products. Specifically, one I've had my eye on is the bronzing duo with the cream and powdered bronzer. That's one, one I really have my eye on, especially I feel like I'm lacking in my bronzer department just because I haven't, I'm not using one I'm obsessed with, but I really want to give that one a go. But <laughs> the lip gloss is great. I've been really liking it. Another lip gloss I've been liking is the Dior Lip lip Oil or Lip Glow. I don't know what it's called, but um, it's great. It's honestly, I feel like I've been seeing it everywhere as well, and it's great. I don't feel like it lasts like a super long time, but honestly, does anything, <laughs> does any lip product last forever? No, but I just don't think, I think it wears really fast, but... As for color, I feel like it's really natural and a good, a good base, but yeah. A newer lip product, two, these are actually two newer ones, but the, I don't know how to say, pronounce this brand, but the Reefy, it's R-E-F-Y, but the lip gloss from this brand is one of my favorites right now. It's just clear, there's no color, there's no tint to it. But it's seriously so moisturizing, and I do feel like this one lasts quite a bit. Like, I feel like I don't find myself constantly reapplying it, but the product itself, I just love it. Like, it's so moisturizing and so um, generous, I would say. But the best part about it is on the applica applicator, it's actually like has metal on it so when you put it on it's almost like cooling like it's just I don't know I didn't know if I was gonna like it at first but I'm obsessed with it like I feel like it's almost like gives you like a cooling effect when you put on the lip the lip balm or whatever and I really really like it but my newest obsession and lip product I have in my bag right now is the Rode peptide lip treatment now, I am obsessed. Like, I love it. <laughs> and that's just my unbiased opinion. But I actually got this as a gift from one of my friends that I'm very thankful for because I've been wanting to try it out for forever. But she gave me the salted caramel flavor and maybe it's the smell that I'm obsessed with or maybe just how iconic the product is. But... I have been really liking it and it's honestly, the smell is so good and the, the, 
the product itself I find really moisturizing. I don't feel like it lasts a long time, so I always find myself reapplying it, but it's kind of been my latest obsession that it's always right near me. I'm always putting it on, but yeah, I've been, I've been really loving it. But moving on to, like I said, I wanted to quickly talk about some hair products I've been really liking. Um, I used to think the less you put in your hair, the fresher it'll be or the longer it'll last or whatever. And I'm just finding lately that that's actually not really the case, at least for myself. I've been finding my hair really reacts well to, you know, putting different products in it to just help it and aid it throughout the in-between washes. And I used to think, yeah, like the less I put in my hair, the fresher it'll be. But I just didn't really find any strong truth to that and I found once I've kind of developed a hair care routine it's been able to last a little bit longer and I've been able to you know wash it less but treat it in other ways and whatnot. Now I am not known for investing in my hair you know investing in high quality shampoos or you know regularly going to the hairdresser and whatnot, but there are little things that I do to, to help my hair. But the first product I have been loving when it comes to hair is the Kevin Murphy Volume Mousse. And I feel like this is crucial after a hair wash day. And I put it in wet hair and I actually have to blow dry it as soon as, not as soon as, but you know, I, I do blow dry the product into my hair and it gives you so much volume, you guys. <laughs> and if you're looking for a product to help you achieve like a blowout look, this one has been really helping me feel that way. I feel like it just adds that like extra volume that actually lasts over days. And I've been really, really liking it. I have never been one to use a volume mousse before ever and lately I have just been obsessed with the way that it makes my hair feel for days afterwards. It doesn't feel heavy, it just feels light and like volumized and fresh and I think it's because that's how I start my, you know, after hair wash days and I feel like it really helps with the full blowout look if you know what I mean. But another product I've, I've been really liking, actually I got put on by my friend, another gift from, from a friend. She knows that I don't um, necessarily invest too much in my hair, but um, so I got the Amika Bond Repair Mask and I kind of use it as a conditioner almost. And I love that product. I love the matching shampoo to it as well. But I feel like it's really, you know, brought my hair back and it keeps the freshness between washes after the mask. And it's been, it's been a really good one. That mixed with the, you know, Amika hair oil as soon as I get out of the shower has been super hydrating. And I found that 
that duo at least has been really good for my hair and even you know in between washes to bring a little bit of hydration back i use the amika hair oil to kind of like finish it off now i'm not sure there's probably a few i think it's the elixir one it's in the pink bottle um but i've been really really liking that i've also recently rediscovered dry shampoo which is kind of funny because I didn't use dry shampoo for the longest time and I just recently started using it because once again I was looking for like volume and freshness and this product really helped with that and I don't necessarily even use dry shampoo for freshness. I more use it for instant volume and texture which if someone out there <laughs> thinks that's wrong then whatever but it works for me and i've been really liking the monday hair care dry shampoo the smell is fine it's in a very cute pink bottle and the the result is it's very um volumizing and i might be using actually a volume dry shampoo that might be part of its title but i found that it also helps with the you know second day blowout look and it just really brings a lot of life to your hair and yeah i've just recently rediscovered the perks of dry shampoo and how it how it helps your hair <laughs> as for hair tools i've been using there's one i just wanted to mention on here i recently purchased the amika hot round brush um because i saw it all over tiktok and i contacted a local salon and they definitely were able to find me one and pulled through which was so awesome and it's actually a really awesome tool i feel like i haven't quite perfected it but i am one step closer to a voluminous blowout look you guys and it's quite an easy like user-friendly tool you just have to get the hang of it i think with anything you just have to get the hang of using and like following the right motion with a new tool but that and a couple a couple rollers and you're in business we are in business <laughs> But I figured that was the last product that would wrap up this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to what's currently in my makeup bag slash cosmetic bag, products I've been using, loving, etc. And if you have anything that is your, you know, top tier products, your go-tos, definitely share them with me. I want to know. I want to know all of the products going into summer that that we need. But on that note, thank you so much for listening to the podcast again. And yeah, we will chat later. Bye guys.